Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And so that's how I thought of the phrase, misshapen language. Well, see, okay, so it's when you say phrases, but you get it ass backwards. Back asswards. In fact, yes. But it's not even back asswards. It's, it, it, it's like you're jumping the car before the pony. Oh, so it, there's actually a term for this. Yes. Um, when you could like mix together... Uh, Colloquial sayings, right? I love it. Um, no, there's actually there's a science term for this. No, I think you're right. I don't remember what it is. Let's let's burn that bridge when we come to it. That kind of stuff, I right? I love that. I love that so much. And also, it's very handy for me because I can't always remember the words for the phrases, but I know their approximate like synonym. It's called malaphors. Malaphors. Yeah, malaphors, like a mal mal done <gasps> metaphor. Oh, Malifor. It's a Meltifor. Yeah. Um, it, there's actually a subreddit dedicated to them. Oh, shit. You know I'm going to get me on that. The cat hit the fan. <laughs> no, put it down. <laughs> I'm sorry, Greg. It was an accident. I didn't mean to righteously kick your cat into the fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just actually very good. The idea of the cat hitting the fan. That, there's enough videos of like cats holding on real ta- real hard. Oh, yeah. It's like gripping onto the fan with its tiny little paws. And it's like... Yeah. I do want to hit you with the, be- the top rated post of all time from the subreddit. Go for it. Shit or get out of the kitchen. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Rateloid, a podcast where we are ranking and reviewing every vocaloid of all time in chronological order. Today, I am joined, as always, by the pusher of toes, Harper, and I am, of course, Jonathan. I hate this. It's not good what I said, but I had to punish you for your constant... I know I made my brand, but I instantly regret it, and I'm having what I will deem the Griffin McElroy um, syndrome effect. What's the Griffin McElroy syndrome effect? <laughs> so, you know, famous podcaster Griffin Mc- McElroy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the sweet baby brother, 30 to 30 media luminary, yes. Well, you know how for some time he made lots and lots of jokes about Vore. Yeah, and then that became his brand, huh? Yeah, it's inadvertently what I have done, and I'm calling it the Griffin McElroy syndrome. The McElroy effect. I think it's, is it McElroy or McElroy? I don't know. It's uh, um, it's the McElroy effect. It's spelt McElroy, but I think they say McElroy. That's what it is. I have no clue, though. I I'm listen not. to them, so I should know, but I don't know. It's one that as soon as you say, you doubt it. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> well, Harper, what have you been watching this week? Have you been watching anything this week? Have I been watching anything this week? That's an excellent question. We watched Hunter Hunter. 
We did watch Hunter Hunter. We're always slowly working our way through Hunter Hunter. I just feel like I've watched something and it's just gone from my mind. So, like, I did watch a really interesting documentary on Coral. Oh, that's cool. That was a very cool. Like, what was it called? Coral Chases. Coral Chases. I like it. it it's good. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting. It's it kind of like Storm Chases, but the tornado is coral. Well, and that's just a good image. That would be so cool. It would be very spiky, is the thing. Exactly. Um, but sort the, of getting flayed alive by this tornado. Look, nature is fighting back and it's valid. <laughs> but so it was weird watching it because right out and out off the bat, the documentary was like, yeah, no, this is a marketing scheme made by a person who is like a businessman. Oh, wow. What were they marketing? Saving coral. That's a good market thing. It was, hey. That's a good goal. In this kind of day and age, that's actually a pretty good way to do it. You know what? That's pretty good. I appreciate you, and I appreciate your business for once. For once, your business is it's okay. You're, hey, you're almost valid. <laughs> almost. Um, I've been watching Gundam, as always. Hell yeah. Uh, hot takes on Gundam, Stardust Memory. That's a bad show. That's a show that is 13 episodes long, has seven pretty good episodes, and then five god-awful dog shit in the middle that just ruin everything. But JT... What makes this, this stardust so bad? Let me tell you something. You know really grinds my gears? Really uh, butters your egg roll? Yeah, oh, I don't like it. It's it's basically just forced romance. And forced romance ruining it, um, having pervert characters for no reason. And textually basically saying that uh, taking, uh, like, pervy, in quotation marks, like mm. photos of people is good. Oh, no! Uh, there's a scene where the, the pervert character has taken photos of the main character's love interest. Someone has taken those photos, given them to the main character, and the main character destroys them because he is a young boy and good and pure. Yes. I mean, he still sucks. He's, he's not a good character. But yes. every character in the show, every single character, even the lady the photo is taken of is like, oh, no, you should have kept this. What are you doing? It's like, what the fuck are you trying to go for? Like, I know this is 93, but it's still uncomfortable. It's still weird. Um, other uh. than that... It's, it's, that's it. It's just Gundam. That's all I've been doing. That's fair. I I, I was just because that gets me thinking on a point about Absolutely. perverted characters. The worst, especially in anime. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about like you know how they're always there's always your one token perverted character. I mean, we even have it Great. on the our show. It's fucking Kaito. It's disgusting. Oh yeah, God, God, Kaito's the mm, mm. that's bad. Why? Mm-hmm. 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 And then I was thinking about Mineta. From my yeah, hero Akka, the boy. god awful great boy, yeah. and I feel like he was created to be a critique on this character because he is just so goddamn hateable, and all the characters just can't deal with his shit. But it's not done effectively. No, and what and I'd like to agree with you, and give, give them the credit. The creators come out and said that's his favorite character. Oh fuck, I forgot about that. Um, oh, so I hate it even more now. There's some issues. There's some, some issues sometimes. Anime is not good. Yeah, and that bad. Yeah. rocket kick him into the sun. Please do it. <laughs> well, now that we've done complaining about anime for the week, yeah. as is our way, mm. I think it's time for us to get into our, our Vocaloid for this for today. Oh yes. Today's Vocaloid. Their full name is SFA2. Codename Miki. Oh yeah, I forget that they have like a. But okay, but here's the thing. I really like that their num- their name has all those numbers and letters yeah. in it, and she has a code name because she's actually meant to be a fucking android. Yeah, she's this a time. robot. She's a robot. She's straight out and um, out a robot. So some background before we get into everything. Yeah. Uh, she was released in two thousand and nine. 
Yep. Um, by AH2, like whatever the company's called. Okay. Uh, a different company, not your typical uh, Krypton. Yeah. Uh, the voice was provided by Japanese singer and songwriter Miki Furukawa, who is formerly of the rock band Supercar. Uh, I did some, did some listening to her stuff. Really good vibe. It's like good alternative rock music. I think it's really interesting that they told they chose alternative um, a rock singer for this. Yes, and I'm going to get into that when we get to the voice because I have thoughts and opinions. Um, but that's mostly it for the background. She was designed to be like a robot singer. Okay, yeah. Um, no, you can see it on her design too. Yeah. She's got like the... Well, she's got two versions of the look, right? Yeah. There's V2 and V4. Oh, yeah. And so V2 is a cybernetic look. Look. Yes. Explicitly a robot person. Like there are joints visible. Like it is very clearly a robo- robotic humanoid and has a sci-fi focus, which I really like. The thing, I'm just going to cut in here. Because Please. particularly about her design, I didn't realize it. But I think it was quite influential for me when I was designing characters is um, that so? during this period. I, I, it hasn't even connected, but now that I'm looking at it, it's a lot like this character I designed who was also an android in which it had the flesh tone kind of skin cover but you could see all the joints and little bits. Yeah, okay. And I think that inadvertently affected what is now my longest withstanding character. That's awesome. I know, right? Um, it, it, it all comes back to this. Yeah, like they even have the star motif. Yeah, I really like the motif. Like I really like her V2 look. Um, I think the vibe is really nice. The hints of pink are really cute. Mm. The blue fluff is really good. It is so um, cute, yes. My one complaint on the V2, biggest one. Yeah is that her ear stars do look a bit like Captain America's shield. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, which just, I, that's me with my associations. That's how it is. I didn't even pick that up, but I have a question for you. Hit me. Would they have been more like Captain America's shields if they, were f- if they weren't fluffy? I think if it was different colors. Okay. okay. Because it is pink and blue. As that's opposed to true. red and blue, mm. it's it's quite a dark tone of pink. pink. It is, it is, or uh, not a dark, but like a muted tone, right? Yeah. No, it's closer to red. Yes, pink yes. is so red, but yeah. Just in that case, that's my one complaint there. Yeah. Um, V four, V four. I didn't take a good look at because I saw. It, I'm like, <laughs> that's not the Mickey I know. I hate it. Really? Um. Okay. Okay. This is my problem with it, and I know I'm passionate about this. I love your passion. They got rid of the robot idea. Now, that is a shame. She is no longer a robot. She's just a sci-fi magical girl. Sci-fi magical girl, cool. I love the... Hey, listen. I'm, I'm here for sci-fi magical girls. Just don't make her less robotic. Fair. Also, they gave her a titty window, which is unnecessary. Yeah, especially because when you take into context, like, obviously... Okay, so the thing with her first design was that she was purposefully designed look younger... Like, that was her thing. They they purposely made her body look like a young teenager, which, okay, okay, whatever. But then it seems like they've tried to age her up in the version four. And I guess, like, obviously they gave her the titty and then gave her a titty window. Two titty windows. Two titty windows even for the over and the under boob. Which, yeah. Go, bouquet, go I, off. I, I think the design is unnecessary. I mm. I think it's it it gets rid of the coolest thing about her, which is her being a robot. That's true. And instead swaps it out for horniness and more generic anime stylings. Is my thought there? Yeah, I see your point. And that's not even talking about the bike version of her. Have you seen it? The bike version. Okay, so she gets a, there's like a a piece of artwork from the from the designer mm. of her riding a motorbike. Uh oh. 
Um, let me just get a picture for you real Whoa. quick. Oh, can I just say something about her Please. version for design? I can see maybe why they decided she didn't need that Android look if she was becoming more of a virtual diva inside like the cyberspace okay yeah um so i can see why they would then take away those android cybernetic themes because she doesn't really need them because she's not really physical yeah okay but i but then like i can't reason anything for the boob no that's fair Uh, i'm about to make it worse i'm just gonna show you the artwork of her riding this cool sci-fi bike first of all that bike looks like a gun yes it does it's a hover bike that's not safe you need more clothes when you're riding a bike. So for everyone who doesn't want to search up Miki Vocaloid bike. Um, also, why does she have a tail? I think it's a bear motif because the hood is like a bear. <laughs> Which would be cute. It would be cute. If they hadn't put her in bikini and thigh highs. Yeah. Folks. And that's, sh- that's her, her first design, the younger design too. Yes. Designed to be young and then sexualize her, make her horny for a motorbike, and give her a tail. Fuck off. So this is my thing with Miki's look overall, is that it is there are some really good ideas that oh, got lost by source. going through a, either a blander aesthetic yeah. or pandering to horniness. Yeah. And what is an uncomfortable thing? Yeah. No, you're correct. You're so correct. Yo, this is a trend in both this episode and what our next one is going to be. Because we've gonna looked be ahead. so much worse in the next episode. I'm Look so forward guys. to me being angry. Yeah, we might even have to put a trigger warning on that one. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll chuck that up. I'll put one in the description and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I think this design is overall good ideas that have just gone. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Which I'm mixed on this design. That's... I love the original the most. Yeah. But I think they go rid of the stuff that I liked. No, I can see what you mean. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Where do you sit on that? Yeah, I'm mostly the same. I don't think I, like, I don't think the version for design, like, I probably like it a bit more than you do. Yep. Yeah, I really like her her version 2 design as well because, like, it, it just, I don't know, the Captain America thing never registered with me. Oh, absolutely. That's, that, that is me and my, the fact that I have to see Marvel on a weekly basis it's, as part of my job. Exactly. <laughs> Rippity-dippity. Save me. Um. So, like, I don't know. This is okay. Now you've got me feeling something interesting because yeah. I came into this thinking, oh, I already know her design. I already love it. Yeah. But now you've pointed things out to me and also bringing that mo- motorbike picture into the yeah. thing. I'm sort of like, mm. but, but if we're going to solely base it off the design, like the one design that they probably put on the box. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. You're pretty happy with it? Yeah. Absolutely. No, that's go with your gut. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. So we've got a mixed and a happy. Yeah. Personality. Did you, were you able to find much on this? Nothing. I okay. found one thing on Quoto. Uh, that was where I went to. It was Quora, I think, no. right? Oh, Quora. Okay. I one of the Quora. Okay. So at some point in time, this is going to go back into a bit of... Um, backstory. Backstory. Some some interesting internet history thing. If anyone... This is actually where... This site was actually where I first got really into Vocaloid. It was like this quiz-making site. Yeah. That had this really large community around it. Yeah. It was quizzes and it was stories. And so a lot of the people on there were into anime and yeah. writing edgy stories, naturally, which was naturally, yeah. I, was, I was drawn to that. Hmm. <laughs> Like-minded people, you say. I'm, I'm 15, edgy, and like anime. What, what can I do? <laughs> and, and then, like, I think, like, a couple of years later, I decided to go back to it and found it. It had, like, a total, like, rebranding. And I think it became either Quotev or, like, Quizaz or... Yeah, one of, the, one of them. One of them, yeah. One of those. And I was shooketh 
but it still somehow remained to attract the like its core fan base, which was like fifteen year olds into anime. You got to admire it. <laughs> like either way, it was just going to come back to anime. Yeah. Jeez, I, it's amazing the way things progress. Oh, um, I know, right? But so from Quora, what I got is that she's bubbly and friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, goofy and a little childish. Which I can understand. She's younger. That's meant. Uh, she's meant to be. Yeah. Um, and that she can sometimes be a, be a bit upset about being clearly a robot compared to everyone else. I did read that. But she doesn't let it get her down. Yeah. And I quite like that. That's nice. I like that. Like, uh, again, from appearances and, like, the few bits I could find around the place. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, chaotic, bubbly, and friendly, right? No, totally. I saw descri- someone describe her as chaotic neutral, and I like that a lot. <laughs> She's this very happy, excited android with a little bit too much energy. Oh, Miki is chaotic neutral and she's going to come into your campaign and start trying to like pickpocket ah. your god or something. I don't oh, know. Geez. And then ask why they'd be like, I don't know. And they'd be like, well, I guess that's technically okay for the alignment. Hey, D&D alignment's bad. Sorry. Ooh, that's a bit spicy here. Um, the, the That alignment chart is not good for helping determine characters. I don't see what you mean. You're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. I'm gonna advocate for the devil, my daddy. Mm, daddy Satan. <laughs> daddy Lucy. Sorry. There we go. Lucy. I hate it even more. You don't like Daddy Lucy? But I'm gonna play devil's advocate, and I have to ask why. What's wrong with these? What's wrong with them? It's such uh, like the way this put is. I find quite limiting, mm. and it also actually doesn't promote role playing in that style. The amount of people who put down chaotic neutral and are in fact chaotic good in their nature mm. in the way they play that character, right? It's like That's neutral true. as a concept is so rarely actually done correctly. Yeah. And I think I think that especially for a game that is considered the beginner's game, mm. the indie is like how you get into tabletop role-playing games, right? Mm. I feel that it poorly defines those alignments and the expectations set for those. Like I know for a fact that when I've made a character, it's like, I don't know what alignment they are. Chaotic good. It's like, that's not how you should do it. Um, there are systems I prefer for this. Sorry, this is a tabletop RPG rant time, guys. Um, there, there are systems I prefer. Like, I've talked to you about this before. I'm a Powered by the Apocalypse fanboy. Um, the Powered by the Apocalypse Dungeons & Dragons equivalent, Dungeon World, mm. uh, which is more narrative-focused. I won't say rules light, because that's not a good way to put it. It's just different rules system. The way alignment works is that you choose... A phrase like chaotic or lawful. Yeah. You write down what that means to your character in the form of an action that they can take, and then that action gives you experience. So what that does is it mechanizes, like it makes your alignment into a mechanic Ah. that you're rewarded for for role playing correctly. And see, that's what D and D is missing. Yes, it's missing consequences for not playing your alignment. Yeah, I'd argue that. Yeah, and that makes sense because I've also found that while playing, I've been like. Am I making a chaotic good decision here? And if I don't, what happens? Yeah, because like the idea of... And like it's all up to you in the end because it is your character. You are playing them. Yeah, have you have you seen the chart that's the true alignment of the alignments? Oh, shit. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I think you have shown me that. Because like the true alignment of the alignments is basically saying that like chaotic good is actually lawful neutral and all that Ooh, kind of shit yeah, right no no i could see that um, though I'll especially see in the way it. it's played yeah uh i mean like lawful good is not good no 100 percent. because in the majority of societies that you exist in by following the laws purely you're actually not necessarily being a good person absolutely. right absolutely um 
But like that's how I always understood it. Lawful good was you followed the rules that were set to you and thereby doing good in the eyes of the majority. But it wasn't necessarily morally good. But that's then, how I always saw lawful but good. Then chaotic good is always described as doing what is morally correct, right? So why is lawful good not also morally correct within the laws of this? Like you mm, see the issue, right? I see what you mean. I see what you mean. We live in a society. Yeah, hundred percent. Like it says, lawful evil is in fact true neutral. Neutral evil is chaotic neutral. Lawful good is lawful evil. Like it's kind of a joke and also kind of super legit. Yeah, and it points out my issues with it. Anyway, we run a Vocaloid podcast. <laughs> I guess. And we have a time limit. So oh, fuck yeah. Um, personality, I'm positive on it. Yeah, no, same. It's, she's just sweet. She's just good. It's bubbly and friendly and nice and robots are good. That's robots how this good. works, you know? And she shouldn't feel bad about it. Exactly. And I love her confidence. I love robots. All right. So now we're going to go on to songs. This song is called Miki Miki Romantic Night. Oh, yeah. I know this one. here's the issue mm. it actually took me a while to find a song i actually liked from her that i really enjoyed no i struggled with that too um hence human equation which is a, an interesting thing um because the lead the singer that they chose is an alternative rock singer kind of grungy like alternative yeah you know? um but the song bank that they use is seems to be ill-suited for that kind of music yeah um it's not that powerful yeah it gets lost in the mix um and it has moments of really good interesting like highlights but can ultimately fall down a lot, which is fascinating to me that it falls down from what the original voice bank come like voice provider comes from, right? That is interesting. Um, like it's a nice, so- nice voice. I just don't think it's particularly strong enough. Yeah, no, I'd have to agree. Yeah, like I'm similar in my opinion as well. Like I just, it's cute and it's nice, but it doesn't stand out to me in any sort of way. Yeah, yeah. it's just there. Let's let's play Human Equation, yeah. the song that we both picked. I've got. Yeah, so your thoughts on, on this song and her voice? I love the song, um, but I, yeah, her voice does get lost in it, particularly as like tempo and just general noise levels. At the climaxes, like at, at the, the climax. chorus where she's meant to be high and powerful. Yeah, she's not. She sort of gets lost. And maybe that attests to some sort of meaning in the song itself. Maybe, but also I feel that you still want it to be an interesting thing to listen to. No, 100%. And as opposed to being like interested in getting lost in that, I, I just feel like she's. She's weak. Like No, I can see what you mean. I can see what you mean a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm I'm sort of like just out and out. I know I'm mixed on her voice. Yeah, I, I really am. Because like you can even look through her list of songs on on yeah. the the like the wiki page, right? Yeah. And the ones that I think her voice is most effective in is when they've distorted it. Ooh. Um so like I'm pretty sure some of uh Voca Circus's what some one Voca Circus's pieces. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Insanity. Yeah, um, yeah, has quite a distorted voice. And see, that one I am very familiar with. Yeah, um, and yeah, is probably the one I would know her the most for. Yeah, 
um, in Sanetti, although I think it was originally done with Luca. Oh, really? No. I think so. That's, That's the version I remember. Um, um, and it's just an interesting piece in general because of like the circus themes. Yeah, exactly. Brum, 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 it's brum, it's a cool brum. song. It is. Uh, yeah. Go listen to it, honestly. I don't know if it's still on uh, Vocal Circus's YouTube channel. I think they took it down. If you look it up, it'll appear yeah. somewhere. It's it's Kaito and um, Miki. And Miki. But like, uh, yeah, her song is, I think, at its best either when you're doing a pop song with it mm. or you are modifying it in some way. The distortion no. makes it stronger, makes it like weirder to listen to and that I find that engaging like all that kind of stuff yeah which is interesting because that kind of works with her character of being an android yeah that's true that's, that's a good point so that maybe there's something yeah. there maybe it just maybe when she was released she wasn't made like her intentional use wasn't made very clear yeah and I think people just ran with her and treated her like another Miku yeah and really, she was more sort of her own distorted little yeah. thing, which is uh, valid, and that's kind of cute. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's just, unfortunately, it, it doesn't hold up that well. No. Um, which is a shame, but, you know. I know, it's such a shame. I'm sorry, Miki, I'm mixed on you, um, which means that we have to rank her. Okay. Okay, first off, Miki versus Kaito. Mm, both of them fairly average. Yeah, um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm, Alarmingly average. average combination. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay let's okay, go okay. this in order. Look. Look. Do you prefer JRPG or do you prefer Android? Don't hurt me like this. I love both. Yep. Those are both my favorite things. Yep. It's just, I'm sorry, I'm going to say It's a crying. tough one. Like, okay, the question is right. Mm. Do you prefer Kaito's kind of basic look, mm. but like established style? Yeah. Versus Miki's look, which is kind of, I find... Mm. Reduced because of V four, with the unnecessary sexualization. Okay, so we're so we're taking into account both designs. Yeah, I think versions. we have to. Honestly, his first version is pretty similar to his original, his new one. Okay, yeah, so they're pretty much the same. Mm. I think I give it to Kaido. I'm in such a struggle because I love Miki's first design. Yeah, and I also really like, apart from the titty window, yeah. really like her second design as well. Give it to her if you want to. Same. You give it to her. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Let's hope this doesn't end up in a full tie because we've got nothing prepared for that. Then rippity dippity. Rippity dippity. Oh, no. It can't. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So we're split on that one. Yeah. Personality. Personality. Ooh. Miki has a better personality because she's a- not the pervert character. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Kaido, but that's always going to let you down. Voice. Kaido. Kaido? Yeah. Um, Even if he's a bit froggy sometimes. A little bit froggy. Okay, wait, hang on. I need to just, I need to do some writing down to figure out how we've raced this. Because his is just a bit more interesting than Miki's to me. Yeah, it has more power. Yeah. Even if it struggles in the mid, it's a bit yeah. more powerful, you know? And you know, sometimes you just got to commit. You've really got to commit to it. I'm going to commit froggy crimes. Oh, I hate it. I'm going to bounce around on my little lily pad and eat all the wrong types of flies. <laughs> froggy <laughs> crimes. That's pretty good. <laughs> Join me next time on Froggy Crimes. Well, I'll do bad jumps and maybe splash some of the nearby tadpoles. Froggy Crimes. All right, bad news. Oh, yeah. We got three for each. Can I give you an ultimate decider? Yes. Neither of us had issue finding a good Kaito song. <gasps> Accessibility. Whereas Miki is not easy to find good shit for. That's true. That's true. So I think Kaito takes it. Yeah. So our final decider is accessibility. Yeah. And just how easy it made our jobs. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> Genuinely, yes. This is a hobby, so... This is a hobby that we don't always have time for. Yeah. 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 Boy, yeah. 
Um, so Kaido wins. Kaido beats Miki. Damn, Kaido. I think that's your first victory in like a little while. It's, a, it's been a while. It's I'll be honest. It's been a while. Which means that now we have to rate Miki against Prima. Can I give my opinion? Yes. Miki wins. Miki definitely wins. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, yeah. Miki just wins that one, Miki folks. Miki wins that one every time. Uh, let's do another. Like, I don't even need to go step by step. No. Miki wins. No, I'm with you. Sonica. Oh, no. Oh. Okay, okay. Run it down. Design. I like Miki's more. Same. Personality. Sonica has nothing. Miki so- wins it. M- Miki wins it. Voice. I can't remember Sonica's all that well. Uh, yeah, Sonica was the one that worked super well for techno. Yeah, that's right. But um, she didn't have a lot of like um, variation. She yeah. didn't really... I, I feel like there's a similar issue with Miki. Yes. Like, the, neither of them have good voices. Yeah, that's the issue. Or, or stand-up voices compared to others. Yeah. However, I still we've given Miki two more points. That's true. That's so a she, win. she wins anyway. Which means that Miki is sliding into our sixth position right underneath Kaito. Nice. Sweet Anne has been moved down to number 10. Rippity-dippity. Worst Vogeloid of all time still. <laughs> Gumi is still number one of all time. <laughs> wow, that was a difficult one. That, that was, was a tough ranking. That was actually hard, yeah. yeah. But that, that's it for this week's episode. Dang. Um, find us on social media at rate-r-lloyd.tumblr.com. Find us on Twitter at... Uh, rate Lloyd. No, Lloyd Rates. Lloyd at Lloyd Rate. Lloyd Rate. Capital L, capital R. Uh, yes. Awesome. Find me on Twitter at Pirate Killjoy. Bless. And find me on Twitter at Harps Monty. Have wonderful weeks, everybody. And find us, no, join us here next week when we will be reviewing <gasps> Kaiyuki. Enjoy. Bye. Have good days. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.